listening to the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network. It's the podcast in the Broadcast Basement. Broadcastbasement.com. One, two, one, two, three, four. Almost a weekend and you don't know what to do. Or you just need something fun to listen to. Southside Pod! Yes, we're on the Southside air. Pod. And the gang's all here, all things on the south side. We're listening to the Southside Pond. Looking for the best Southside breweries. Or you might just need an awesome place to eat. Southside Pond! Greenwood Evergreen. Southside Blue Island Beverly. Pay listen, all sub to. You're tuned in to the Southside Pod. Oklahoma Lothian, Old Fort Chicago Ridge, Flossmore and Bridgeview, your listening to Southside Pod. Bill went to Bankston's he did. today. Bankston's on a weekend. Yeah. On, a we- on a beautiful I Sunday it. morning I afternoon. I love that you went to Bankston's. This is one of the biggest ripoffs in all of Chicagoland. Today was the first day of the maximum price uh, as well. October oh, 1st. How much nailed it? it how much is it? How much? $36.99 a person. To walk in. Here's the thing. It's $36.99. If, if, if you're over one. Do you have to pay Do you have to pay for parking there, too? No, free, no, parking. free okay. parking. And for everything, you know, free rides. Yeah, once okay. you're in. Oh, the rides are all free. They, the pumpkins yeah. are. Okay. Pumpkins are. Pumpkins are not but free. The rides I always thought they should give you one mini pumpkin on the way out. Yeah, free, yeah, though. Yeah. For you showing know? up. A little, a little right. something for the effort. Right. Yeah. So hold on. The rides are all free. Yeah. Okay. Once you paid your $36.99. Are the rides worth $36.99 a Nicer rides nowadays. Okay, yeah, so they've upped well. the rides. Yeah. Okay, well then it's not a ripoff. See, when I was there, the rides there weren't really rides. No, it's for not the like I'm pretty sure a... we went there and that's together. The one where they had, isn't once. that the one where they have the pumpkin dragon that eats the pumpkins? Yes. Is that the yeah. place? No, that's a different one. That's a different one. No, no that's, that's oh, a that's different. at that apple orchard. that's out by the county line. Correct. That's what that one is. Okay. And he tells jokes. I hate that guy. Yeah. Bankston's got the pig races. Pig races. They, oh, that is. I, I but do yeah, enjoy that. But yeah, it's more than like 20 years ago, and like the ride was like sitting on the back of this guy's tractor. Now it's not even more. Right. They have like ro- full-on roller coasters. Okay, so and if it's a full-on roller stuff, coaster, yeah. I can see 36.99. But are there rides for you? We got on most of them. Yeah. So you can get on the rides yeah, as well. Yeah, I was on them with my daughter. Okay, so is it worth the 36.99? Uh, I believe so. We okay. wouldn't go if it wasn't. All right, all right. I'm just checking. I'm just checking. I mean, meanwhile, I, I, I'm just gonna plug it because I'm here at Evergreen Park. You can go to the Evergreen Park Barn at 91st in California. They got free apple picking. Nice. I don't know why everybody's wasting their money. You have apple trees all, all right. down 90, uh, 91st Street at California, and they have everything from the Honey Crisps to the Golden Delicious. They have signs on all of them, and you just go and just pick the apples and get to take them home. But the problem with uh, we we you don't need the, to go to you don't need to go someplace and pay money. And it opened pay up for at ten o'clock, so we got there early. We got there in early, so we got to go on all the rides and stuff like that. But then the people started to yeah. come. You know, oh yeah, even that first hour, you hate it's people. Okay, but yeah. then like it got stupid, and then, then it was you can't just get a bunch because there's so many cars. Yeah, they got like people like the the you know one thing of my biggest pet peeve is inattentive parents, and there was just a ton of them there where their kids are running rampant and just being just being jerks. Not just you know, kids being kids because I'm all for that. You know, have fun, yell, be crazy. But kids were just being complete jerks. Like what the was playground. the kid doing that made him a jerk? There's like a playground there. It was more, you know, it's a giant playground, yeah, you know, yeah. with things. And uh, there was a couple of things it's where huge, they, the kids Chris. were like, uh, my kids were like waiting in line to go up this rock climbing wall or something like that. And some other kids would just come in and go right in front of them. And the mom's there with her camera like, go ahead, sweetie. Come on, go on, get up there. Like trying to get video. a picture Getting of them. Getting the video probably. And, uh, and I go, I go, Alex, Ava, say you were, say you were next, honey. Say you were next. And I'm standing there, you know, being passive aggressive, like. 
All right, thanks for thanks for following the rules and doing the right thing. Just because other <laughs> other kids don't have good parents, you know, I'm like I'm throwing it out. Like I'm throwing getting worse. Well, you said I mean, something. Hold on, so. hold on. You said something to someone though, because you sent us a text. You told yes. a woman it's time for you to be a parent. Or yeah, something I said like you that, need right? to start parenting your child. Why did you do that? What did that? What happened? This was one of the things where the kid was uh, trying to get in front, and I taught my kids, and I, I usually tell them to do the right thing and just wait, and you'll get your turn, and let you know those kids do the the bad thing, and you'll do the good thing. But they're getting walked on, right? So I said. Use your loud voice and say, hey, I'm next. Say it loud. Well, they're pretty shy and they didn't want to. And the one kid took like a stiff arm and like shoved like my five-year-old. Ooh. That, so I looked right at her and I go, I, go, I go, shove him back. I said it right to him. And my wife like didn't like that at all because she I love that. Shows, but I, I love that you told him to do that yeah. though. Because she, you know she wouldn't. You know what? Here's the thing. The problem is anybody who sits there and says after somebody has hit you, especially when they're a child. That you shouldn't like react back and defend yourself. Right. You're just setting that per- that kid up to just right. to get hurt one day. I mean, imagine if your daughter gets older one day and comes across a man who's abusive and he does something. He's like, well, you know, she's like, well, I'll just explain to him that he shouldn't hit yeah, me. Right. <laughs> right. Like you want her to turn around and hit him back. So this kid like got, got in front of her and she kind of looked at me like, dad, what do I do? And I physically went over there, picked her up and put him or put her. It was like, it was like this, like I said, kind of like a rock climbing with a rope thing. I put her in front of this kid, like awesome. on the thing. I love it. And I looked at the kid and I go, she was next. And the mom was there taking the video. And I look right at her and I go, you need to start parenting your child. And she looked at me like, I, I figured I'm like, oh, she she's going to go get her. You saying yeah, I'm right. Oh, I didn't even think about that, Chris. <laughs> she put that on Insta. Oh, I'm probably she was like, all over male right now. Karen. Yeah. Male Karen. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, I didn't think about I'm that. I'm so proud of you. All Bill. I can think about is like, she's going to get her husband and he's just going to become like some Navy SEAL guy. Like, <laughs> I'm next. And then just pop me in the face. Southside Pod is brought to you proudly by Family Waterproofing Solutions. You heard the ad at the beginning of the show. Name one of the Southland's best several years in a row, and they got that express service. You know what you want. You see the cost right on the website. Order and schedule on-site immediately for quick service. Nobody does that except Family Waterproofing Solutions. It's the perfect time of the year to make sure that water isn't getting into your basement, and you can also clean out your gutters. That's part of their express service. Check that out. Your basement's best defense is at FamilyDry.com. Joining me on the phone line right now from Height Cycle in Payless Heights, uh, Megan Winstrup. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Good. We talked back uh, you know, early on when Height Cycle kind of got things going out in Payless Heights. You came on Southside Pod, and uh, I follow your Instagram. It's always a good follow. Uh, but I, I am interested about this event you have coming up on the 21st. Uh, it, it sounds like it's a big event. Tell me a little bit about it. So excited. We are hosting a fundraiser um, to raise money for clinical trials and research at Rush for breast cancer. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. You know, in the community, we've got um, several survivors who are members, and then we have a very dear staff member who is in the midst of um, a metastatic breast cancer fight. So we are just kind of blown it up this year. Um, and we've partnered with four other fitness businesses locally in Payless Heights to bring um, Payless Goes Pink to the community. Okay, so Payless Goes Pink, it's going to be over at Lake Catherine on the 21st. It's a two-hour event. When does it kick off? Right. It'll go from 9.30 to 11.30, and we will have um, a warm-up that is going to be run by Fit for Moms, and then we're going to have three 30-minute workouts. So you'll kind of go to stations, 30 minutes on the bike with height cycle, 30 minutes on the mat with revival yoga, 
and then 30 minutes of strength work um, with two low fit, finishing up with a one mile run or run walk with run to the pub. Then we're going to have a little after party over at Franklin's where they're going to be providing the snacks, but you're on the hook for any booze you might want. All right. So (laughs) what you're going to do is you're going to work out for two hours. You're going to try a bunch of things. You're going to run to a pub and then uh, you start drinking. It sounds like a pretty good day. yeah, right. And it's gonna. There's going to be abundant sunshine and a giant blue sky. We've put we've put in our um, our order with Mother Nature, so we should be good. <laughs> do, do people have to pre-register? How do they get involved? They do have to register. Um, um, if you want a T-shirt to commemorate the event, we have to register by Thursday, which is tomorrow the twelfth. And otherwise, they can continue to register. They just won't get a shirt. You can register up to the day of the event. All right. So the date that this comes out. If you register on the date this episode comes out, the 12th, you're getting a T-shirt, but you can still register up until the 21st. Where do they go? Run to the pub, or you can come to HeightCycle.com. Okay, so go to HeightCycle.com if you want to do it online or stop over at Franklin's Pub. That sounds perfect. Yeah. All right, there there we go. I mean, it, it, this isn't... This seems like a very simple thing that could do an awful lot of good and uh, raise some money. And it sounds like you have somebody over there that is already, uh, you know, dealing with a, a, a very difficult thing. And it, you guys are throwing some support behind them and uh, going out and trying to make a difference out in Palos Heights. And uh, we're happy to throw our support behind you as well. Good luck with the event on the 21st. Thank you. I really can't thank you enough. I feel so incredibly grateful for the Southside Pie here. Thank you. <laughs> I have a confession to make. It's true. And I'm guessing you have done the same thing. Put more time into thinking about what's for dinner than preparing for your retirement. But if you think your retirement needs deserve more attention, I agree with you. And I want to help you out. I've got a local, experienced, down-to-earth guy who's a friend of this show. He's got a get-to-know-you approach and do-the-right-thing values. And he's been around for over 20 years right here on the South Side. His name is Tom Walsh. He's located on the corner of 111th and Kedzie, and he's waiting for your call. In times of financial uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call someone who's invested in your success. Reach out to Tom now, 773-779-0023, or pop in at the office right on 111th and Kedzie. Tell them we sent you. Edward Jones, making sense of investing, member SIPC. How many pumpkins did you buy at Bankston's? Oh, oh we they're, they're way too expensive. Good. I, now, cheap, that's smart. It's the I buy it's jewel the pumpkins. pumpkins are. I yeah, buy you don't even need to pumpkins. scan them. They're right no. in front. You just go yeah. grab them and get in the car. <laughs> Put them in your trunk. <laughs> Hey, look, kids, free pumpkins. I mean, if they wanted you to scan them, there'd be a scanner You think they'd bring outside. them all in at night? No, they're just sitting there. <laughs> Two in the morning, pumpkin patch, baby. Oh, yeah, I guarantee you in Elsip, they're all getting free pumpkins at the Elsip Jewel. I mean, the Elsip Pool. Well, the, then then they, then it becomes the Elsip Pumpkin Patch. <laughs> oh, that's right. When it Elsip yeah, Jewel is the Elsip Pumpkin Patch. Most of them go visit it at 3 o'clock in the morning. That's how that works. A lot of activity going on in that one parking lot. <laughs> it's on Pulaski. A pitcher of beer, a pitcher of beer. Let's order another pitcher of beer. That pitcher of beer should come over here. I love that pitcher Southside Pod out at Hailstorm Brewing. I have Chris Schiller here, the owner. I have Will Turner, the brewer. How are you guys doing? Fantastic. How are you today? I'm good. How are you, Will? I'm doing well. Thanks. I just saw you at an Oktoberfest this past weekend. Yes, that was a good time. Evergreen Park. <laughs> Glad to be back. 
you know, I always ask this of brewers, like, how often do you get out and try other people's things and go to festivals and things like that? But I, I think the answer from you would be you get out and you explore. Is that how you figure out the, the new things you want to try? Is that how you keep things fresh so that you kind of know what everybody else is doing? Yeah, I've kind of coined that term liquid inspiration. So there, it, it can work in a couple of different respects. Um, one, when you drink alcohol, sometimes it can fuel your creativity. And also, just going out there and tasting some of the new and interesting things that other people are doing can give you ideas of what you would like to do as well. Chris, you've had this guy here now for, for a couple of years. I mean, uh, when you first got Will Turner, you were excited. It was going to be, let's see like you know, what he does with your already established beers. What's he going to bring in? How have you felt so far? Yeah, he has definitely made everything uh, that we have better, uh, and everybody, that's the sentiment from everyone. Customers really love all the stuff that he does. Everyone says, you know, this, this, this beer was really good, but now it's, it's just fantastic. And, uh, and then a lot of the new stuff that he's created, you know, really fits well with our vibe and really goes with everything. So it's, it's been really, really lucky of us to have him and Hailstorm has a big menu. I always think that that's cool about that. Like, I think that some breweries simplify things too much. You guys have something for everybody when you walk in. I mean, it seems to be your intent, right? We do try to, you know, we can't have absolutely everything, but at least something in the general style categories for everyone. If you if you don't want hoppy, there's plenty of non-hoppy options. If you want something big, there's there's big stuff, there's stouts, there's, you know, and there's we've, we've got, you know, from lagers to Germans to, you know, we try to have something in all of those something to tick all those boxes as often as we can. What box do we want to tick first? What do you think? Well, I've got these set up in, in a sampling order here. Okay. So we've got, these are a few beers that you may not have had. Um, okay. At least the last time, <laughs> at least last time we talked to you. So yeah, some of these are newer recipes. Um, this is the Hailstorm Gold. In the past, we've given you some Hotel Life. Hotel Life is an American lager. My dad loves Hotel Life. Hotel like life. every time he knows that I'm coming here to visit you guys, like, can I come? Like, he gets all excited. He tells my mother, he's like, oh, he needs my help. He needs my help. You know, I mean, he can't do all this on his own. And he comes here and he drinks hotel life. I bring it to him. Like, I'm probably going to pick up some on the way out the door to make sure I bring it to him. So this is similar to hotel life. So what we were doing is we got hotel life to where it's nice and clean and consistent. And it's, um, you know, in the mid, mid to high fours ABV. So that's just a nice American lager. So for the gold, we wanted to have something with more color, more malt character, a little bit more hop as well. Um, but something is kind of a stepping stone to, to some of the hoppier beers because we've got always got a lot of pale ales, IPAs, double IPAs, all that kind of hoppy stuff. Yeah, so this, this feels people, like a step. This feels like you go from one to the next and then you'd be a pale ale after that. Probably. Yeah, yeah, so we just wanted to have something kind of between... Um, like a bridge between the hotel life and some of the hoppier beer styles that we do. Is that what you're generally trying to do is bridge people into other styles because you want everybody to to experience what you experience? Trying to get them to branch out a little bit, yeah. (laughs) What's this guy right here? Um, And this is our alt beer. Oh, I like the old beer. German style brown. I like this one. I'm glad you brought this back this year. You must like this one too, right? I mean, it's it's nice to have an Oktoberfest, but then also to have some other style uh, for the season, right? Yeah, I do. I find actually my go-tos are not super hoppy. Uh, I like them every once in a while, but if I'm really just going to have a beer every day, I do like something like a red or an alt or something just kind of just clean, a little bit of maltiness, uh, easy to easy to enjoy, doesn't scorch, you know, a little bit. Uh, some, some Every once in a while, that's awesome, but in general, yeah, that's what I would probably go for. It's got a great color, too. And the alt beer is 
going to be fairly similar in color to our Irish red, um, but it does have a little more hop to it and also a little more bitterness in the finish than, than the Irish red. That's and awesome. then we brought that out because of our Oktoberfest party that we had. Um, great weekend. And so we had um, we had the Hefeweizen and, and the Alt Beer and the Oktoberfest on. And Take Me to Your Leader. Take Me to Your Leader. Yeah, I love that name. It's one of my favorite ones on the That's South Side. That's a good side. one. This is a great <laughs> beer. This really is. I actually just talked about this one on Socks in the Basement when, uh, this week because I really like when this beer is out. I was excited that you brought it back. So that's, that's an awesome beer. What's this guy right here? Now, this one is also a new beer. Another golden so, one here. This is Ska Centennial. And so we brewed this beer because we had um, Mustard Plug and the Toasters came to town and played a show at Reggie's. And that's great. Mighty Mighty Boston's are playing in the background right now and we're talking about Ska Centennial. <laughs> <laughs> so they just, they just came through and played a show at Reggie's. And uh, the Toasters have been around for 40 years. Mustard Plug has been making music for 32 years. And I've been brewing and listening to their music for 31 years. So combined, we've got 100 years of experience. So that's why we called it Ska Centennial. That's Awesome. And it is celebrating a century of good music and good beer. That's and, really good. And uh, I was against ska when it first came out. I was doing radio in the late 90s, mm -hmm. and I was like, I don't know. I mean, is this really the same as the other music on alternative radio? Like, you're trying to mix in ska with grunge. I was like, shouldn't this be its own channel? But it grew on me, you mm -hmm. know? It yeah, did. Yeah. It grew on me. All of a sudden, I'm humming that real big fish song, and, like, I'm listening to No Doubt, and then the Boston's get their thing going, and all of a sudden, I got into it. So, I mean, that's, that's a style of music that kind of came on, and I know originally I was like, what is this? And now I, I dig it. You know, I've been taking them beer and going to their shows for many, many years. And also because Mustard Plug hails from Michigan, we used Michigan-grown Centennial hops awesome. in this beer as well. Very, so. very cool. Okay, so well, the, the beer fun, is fun good. That we did. The beer yeah. is good. It's got, it's got a bite to it a little bit, you know. It's, after having these two other ones... This one's got more of a bite. It's got more body. It's gonna have, yeah. It's gonna have more bitterness. But essentially, I, I talked with some of the guys in the bands and asked what they would want, and they wanted something with hops in it, but they didn't want a seven yeah. percent ABV beer because they're gonna drink it while they're playing and everything else. So that's why this comes in at five point two. You don't want the scab hand getting too drunk. You can't play the instruments. No, no it doesn't it, it? It gets nasty. No. So and then it, it sounds. Like, then it sounds like a fourth grade band trying to do hot cross buns out there on stage. It's not. It's not a good thing. <laughs> Not at all. Uh, what, what's the fourth one here? And have? then the final one is one Which of our cloudy. chili beers. Yes. So that is uh, that is our Cirrus, which is um, one of our, you know, part of the cloud series that we do. So it is does a, this have, does this have it's a, a hazy pepper pale ale, and it's got chili peppers oh, in it. Oh, I could tell. See, so I've been waiting for this from you because I know you like putting peppers in beers. How long did it take him to convince you to let him put hot peppers in beer? Oh, no convincing. That's that's he. He, he just said that's what we're we're doing, and and we're, we're and we all went with it, and it's been great. So what we do? Oh, the bite on that! What we do in this is we use a, a blend of chili peppers, so we yeah. use a lot of more flavorful mild peppers, and then we have a little bit in there for some heat as well. Oh, there's some heat. Um, it's, not, it's not super hot. I've had ones from you that are that I sit there and I say that's painful. This one I could drink and I could enjoy. Well, back in the day, we actually when we did Winthrop's Ghost. Uh, Louis the Reaper and all that. When you're advertising a specific hot chili pepper, yeah. you want that bite. Right. Um, but when we're just calling it chili beer, we want someone to be able to drink a pint of it and, you know, get the heat at the back end. But, you know, there not is. there's heat at the back end. So you taste the pepper. 
which is a great flavor in beer, I'll be honest with you. When you, when you have pepper in, in a beer, it's a really great flavor. And then, but you always know the bite's coming at some point. Like at some point you're like, Whew, there it is. I can feel the heat. I got it in the back of my throat now and everything like that. And so I always judge them as, is it one that I would have in a tiny glass? Because I want to just try it. Is it one that I would have in a bigger glass? And, and this one I think I would have in a bigger glass because I think this one here isn't too harsh for my palate. You know, normally right. beer for me is the cool down the hot wing that I just had. Mm, right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But I love it. I mean, it's got a great flavor to it. Also, when people are eating spicy foods, they mistakenly drink the lightest, blandest beer yeah. that they can. And I think that you should have a little bit more flavorful beer to go with a spicy food. If you oh, have yes. flavorful food, you know, and unfortunately, the the beers that come from you know, Thailand or India or some places where you have really spicy dishes, they're all bland they're American. Light. They're, they're all bland, yeah. uh, like light lagers. I stout with my hot So, wings. yeah, like, it's, yeah, it's nice to have a flavorful yeah. beer to complement the flavor of food. at least. Something that's got some flavor, some build or something like that when you're having something that's spicy. No, no, excellent beers. These are these are all incredible here. And, you know, and, and again, you have, you have this big beer hall. And that's what I always describe it to people. You have a big beer hall. It's not, there's no televisions. There's no, like, you know, the game isn't, like, on 15 different directions. People sit down, and they converse with each other. It's the big, long tables, like the one that we're sitting at right now. You can see the brewery working. You got the tap room off to the side, and people like the intimacy of, like, standing there. You got the patio outside with the fire pit. You bring in some live music on the weekends. You do some fun things during the week. And you got pinball behind us right now. Yeah, I mean, like, like this is the vibe here is always cool, and I think that the idea that you have all these different styles of beer make this kind of like a meeting hall i mean it's very old school yeah it's definitely the the beer hall idea was was from the inception uh to make it that way and the main goal was not to make it like a restaurant experience where you're seated you get a run through a cycle you get a check you're felt encouraged to move along we don't want to do that we want people to come and linger and hang out as as little or as long as they would like uh, just a place to just just like a kind of the true definition of like pub in England, the public house, you know, just a place to re- or a beer hall in Germany, just a place to come relax and as long as you want. Yeah, you know, and the other thing is the fact you got your brewer who I see mingle with the crowd every time that I'm here. I always can tell that the brewery is a good brewery when the brewer is not afraid to walk out into the crowd, drink the beer and talk with people. Like sometimes you don't see that guy. This guy will come walking out and start conversing with people that are walking around the place and be like, do you like this? Uh, do you enjoy it? And things like that. And I think that that's probably why you got into brewing in the first place. Well, it's good to get feedback from your customers, for yeah. sure. I mean, I like to brew things that I like to drink as well. But yeah, it's very important to get feedback from your customers. You, you put something else in front of me. I, I drank four beers. You put something else in front of me. You didn't drink four beers. You tasted. <laughs> I tasted. Them. You tasted well, four beers. If I start pounding the wall, <laughs> I might not get through the interview. Um, but these no, will these all are, get finished, folks. These, Trust these, me. These are a couple. No, well, it, <laughs> these. Yeah. These are the a couple bloopers. of. These are a couple of beers um, okay. that are in the middle of fermentation. Oh. So if Chris would like to talk about this oh, beer. Oh, okay. So this one is an old favorite. It's one of our very first of our original five beers. And we've gone through about a year and a half hiatus on it and not brewed it. And we are bringing it back. And it is Crash Test Dummy, the Belgian Triple. And a lot of people are excited for this beer. And it's come out, actually, it's, it's one of the beers, too, that we help make us known, be known for, like, high gravity or strong beers. And this one actually finished higher than even some of the past ones. I think we're at 10.3 easily. Uh, now at that point, it was kind of funny, like, um, 
I think it was like a week ago, we had a label made, and, and Will said, you know, it keeps fermenting. We're, we're going to we're gonna have to change the label. It keeps going up. So we had like 9.5. Oh, now it's 9.8. Oh, now it's 10 point, you know, and, and 10.3, I think, is, is where we settled at with the label. It, it probably could have been a hair higher. I don't know, but I think that's about where it's at. Um, that, that is, I know a lot of people are excited for that. It's a basically a Belgian triple style. Uh, there's a lot of like West Mall triple is a, is a famous example of that. All the Trappist breweries, I think, make a triple. Um, it's, it's basically a higher gravity than a double, but it's a light color rather than a dark color. So the Belgians are funny. They go, they go light, dark, light, and I think dark again for a quad. Um, right, right. But this is a triple. Uh, they spell in Belgium T-R-I-P-E-L probably say it different right tripel or something like that um but anyway it's it's got lots of like the phenolic belgiany notes from the yeast uh it's really just a delicious beer um we really hope everyone's excited and comes try this soon i mean i smelled this and right away i was like it's like i'm smelling delirium uh, tremez or whatever is that how mm-hmm. you say that one yeah because yeah. that's like one of the really like famous triples or if i'm and i like drinking the ones that come from the the tapas breweries that the monks make i mean you are making a beer that monks make in Belgium. I'm going to tell you something right now. So, I, but it's I, good, right? I tried this right from the fermenter, and I'm like, you could sell it right from the fermenter, but I can't wait to see what the finished product is like because I, I believe in this one right here. Yeah, it's a crash test dummy. Okay. That's like, say, it's one of our original five beers. But I will say also, this particular version of it is better, quite a bit better than any previous version that we made, I, I think. You must get a kick out of the idea of seeing like a recipe that's like something that established Hailstorm years ago and going, all right, here we go. Let's put a Will Turner spin on it. Well, yeah. Um, but, you know, I'm not coming in and changing everything up. No. You know, I'm not not coming in to just say, hey, this is Will Turner's beer. You know, you just have to work off of the things that, you know. That work. Why don't you just let and me compliment just, you? Like, Will Turner's well, killing I, okay. it, okay? I mean, for crying out loud, when you walk into a room, they should be playing that theme from Pirates of the Caribbean because of the guy's name was Will Turner, right? Dun, 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 dun. And Turner then you first. just kind of walk in and you unveil your beer. Every beer unveiling should be with that music as you walk in. And you should be wearing an eye patch. That's just my suggestion. All right, the beer's talking at this point. I'm going to have to wrap How this about just safety up. goggles? <laughs> Chris Schiller. Will Turner, Hailstorm Brewing out in Tinley Park, uh, right on 80th Avenue. Give, give me the address. I've said it a thousand times on my show, but I know you can rattle it right off. Yep, it's 8060 186th Street in Tinley Park. Yeah, and look for their stuff. It's on taps around town. I know over at Cork and Carry at the park, they keep uh, they keep rotating different beers that are over there. I've seen you in a couple different places. I know you're on shelves. Look for Hailstorm Brewing, but definitely get into this beer hall and, and, and try out everything they have. It is such an extensive menu, really great kitchen, and Will and Chris are constantly mingling around with people. They'll talk beer with you. If you're a person that loves beer, this is definitely a stop on the south side. Thanks so much, guys. Thank you so much for coming. It's now time for your Southside Pod Bulletin Board, brought to you proudly by Spoke and Vine Wine Bar and Bottle Shop, northeast corner of 95th and Kedzie. Watch out if you're coming from the north. It is shut down at 94th Street for the next two weeks. 
CSX has shut down the train tracks. Evergreen Park's a mess right now, but the wine bar is open and they've got some great wines for Oktoberfest, some German wines in there, brand new Italian wines, great small plates, a 21 and over spot. See more at spokeandvinewines.com. In Mount Greenwood Cemetery on Saturday morning at 8.30 a.m. is the Tombstone 5K. A run designed for those that are health nuts, but reminding them that no matter how much they run, they'll eventually be in Mount Greenwood Cemetery. Scare up some fun and grab your friends, dress up, and run through the cemetery this Saturday. Also on Saturday from 1 to 9 p.m., the Pumpkin Patch Festival over in Bridgeview, 7325 West 79th Street. It is week one of a three-weekend event, so we're actually going to be going on on Sunday as well. Saturday the 14th at 5 p.m., South Park Halloween with Fluffy and Jelly Kit at Blue Island Beer Company in Blue Island, 13357 Old Western Avenue. And also this weekend on Sunday the 15th, the Flurry of Makers Artisan Market. Hailstorm Brewing Company's hosting it. We just heard from them. Over two dozen artists inside and outside the brewery. Scratch-made kitchens serving up the food. They got all those beers you just heard about. So go browse around, support some local artists, see some cool stuff, and uh, have a couple of beers over at Hailstorm. There is no admission charge. Next week, the Dark Arts Market hits Sound Growler Brewing in Tinley Park, which is right nearby on the 21st. Dark art-themed artists and makers at the event. A little bit more mysterious, mystical, all kinds of oddities. And of course, they have beer, they have tacos, indoor, outdoor event, all ages welcome, just like at Hailstorm this weekend. So a flurry of makers, artisan market on Sunday, and then next weekend on the 21st, the Dark Arts Market. And in Lamont this weekend, get to the Forge Saturday, 1 p.m. to 5 p.m., the back-in-time 80s Halloween bash going on. But then check out on Sunday night, 6.30 to 9.30 in the evening, the Jack-O-Lantern World at the Forge, an incredible walk through thousands of hand-carved jack-o'-lanterns backed by popular demand in Lamont at the Forge this Sunday. Final segment brought to you by SidSauce.net. They grow the peppers here on the south side, develop amazing hot sauces, all kinds of interesting flavors. The only place we get hot sauce from for the 9-foot homemade oak bar. See everything they have to offer at SidSauce.net. When do you set up your yard for Halloween? Because you have one of the best yards on the south side. And is no, Marcus I'm, I'm LeShock serious. from WGN you already the, calling you right, asking you, get, you when you he get gets the television. That I've shows been on up. GN. Huh? I've been on WGN once. I know. Yeah. I know. When does it go up for you? See, I don't like... A lot of people start, like, really early. Like, oh, there's, I, there's people all over the neighborhood that were up in um, September. Yeah, that's, that's There's a ridiculous. lot of rain, a lot of wind, and to be honest, people get bored of it, and yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. And it seems... And, and people are like, oh, I'm going to do all that work for just two weeks? Well, yeah. That's what I, that's what you got to do to have a good display. Yeah, so that's You have an incredible... So two and a half so weeks, When's it going up? Let, yeah, when, is it, like, when does uh, it go up? Like, probably, the, I think the 12th is a weekend. That so makes sense. That sounds then. like a weekend. That makes Something sense. There. 12 sounds like a weekend. So it'll be up then. So it'll be up for about Somewhere two and a half weeks. Totally not Okay, weekend, so here's the deal. Here's the deal. I want to describe it to people, and then I want you to tell me what I left out. Okay. Okay. The biggest attraction at Bill's thing, and you gave out the intersection last year, right? I did. Do you want to give it out again? Sure, it's at the corner of 109th and Hamlin in okay. beautiful Mount Greenwood. 109th Greenwood and Hamlin in Mount Greenwood. Bill has flames that shoot out of the gate that he has in the front of his yard. He shoots, I mean, and it I'm keeps talking... keeps the people away. I'm talking, like, 
pyrotechnics yeah. are in this thing. You're supposed, to have, you're supposed to have a license, but there's a lot. <laughs> But you a lot of cops in the neighborhood. They don't care. You know what? I'm a fireman. I don't know what to do. Like you're such a typical fireman. You're like, ah, you know, a little bit of fire. I can handle the fire. I'm a fireman. Can happen. Right. He's gonna punch it out. Right. Okay. So he has that. He's got the giant skeleton. Everybody's got the giant skeleton. I know. He was the first though. You were the first. No, everybody's got that thing. Okay. You've got plenty of things that speak to you, talk to you, do things that pop up, all kinds of weird stuff. You also seem to set it up so that when you want to, you can become part of the display. Yeah, I'll go out there with my daughter sometimes on the weekends to just kind of stand there. And then when people come and look at it, we'll try to scare them and stuff. Yeah. We I would like to enjoy the holiday. I would like to do that this year with you. I would like to spend, I'd like to bring the, the kids out because they would get a kick out of it. Dress up right. and be part of the display for a night. You got a chainsaw? Yeah, I, I got All a chainsaw. Right. Well, yeah. Take well, the blade off first. Oh, okay. I'll take the blade off. <laughs> what? You're supposed to take the blade off? You know what? I don't have a chainsaw. Dude, I got a circular you. saw, though. I'll just keep the guard yeah, out. Yeah, 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 that'd be fine. <laughs> just run after people with a table saw. Is there anything <laughs> What are you doing? That's <laughs> uh, um, all I had. That's all I had. It's the south side. It's the south side. It's the south side, Paul. Y'all come back now, you hear?